Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is uh, the I hail my uh, pellets of hail. No, wait, that's 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 not it. Um, this is Tom Fitzmorris with the Food Show. Nice to be here with you talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking and wine and dining out and dining in. Uh, the uh, item... Of greatest interest, at least to me today, and if you have other ideas, hey, I welcome them. Uh, call us up. You're always welcome on our show to talk about anything, uh, you know, having to do with eating and drinking and stuff, not about um, pandas, for example. You know, we'll leave that to somebody else. But we talk about food and restaurants and all that. And the big food story uh, during the past week has been the uh, the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, which ended yesterday and is on to, uh, to next year. And they say it's going to be at the same time of year as it was this year. It was, uh, if you were not caught up to uh, this, uh, you might not know that uh, the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, historically over the years, it started out on, uh, on and around the 4th of July, and as time has gone on, it has gotten earlier and earlier in the calendar. And this time around, they made a jump from uh, from the uh, latter part of May. It, it was uh, around um, the uh, the time for uh, the uh, the holidays at the you know uh, then that time, and. Uh, then, uh, as as time has gone on, uh, now here we are. It's only in April, but they have run the whole thing already, and it's and it's over with. Uh, I think it worked out pretty well, uh, actually. I I had a little bit of doubt about it because it had been there at uh, at the on the on the other holiday, and it just uh, nobody seems to have really noticed that it had changed a lot. But it was uh, it has been, and I think for the better. Uh, the uh, the Grand tastings. I went to to that one day, and I did a couple of other events. Uh, I thought were carried off better than they have been in a long time. Uh, the prices are continue to get higher, but we know that's going to happen. And what else? I, I, I thought that the place where they did the grand tastings was uh, nice looking enough without being you know completely. Uh, uh, formal at all. It was very, very, very casual, but the uh, food that they were serving was really good. In case you don't even know what I'm talking about, which is certainly possible, the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, this started back in the middle of the summer, back uh, 27 years ago. And the idea was, because uh, the restaurant community doesn't do very well during the summertime, it's, a, it's kind of a slack time for dining out, uh, they wanted to come up with some some action-packed event that would get people to come to New Orleans or the locals to go out a little bit more than they ordinarily would and, uh, and just turn it into something. 
Uh, it had been Memorial Day and uh, for a long time, and then for even before that, as I mentioned, it was Fourth of July and stuff like that. So uh, anyway, this time around, we're into early April, and uh, they say that they had a lot more winemakers and other people, professionals in the in the wine business, who were able to come at this time of year when, at other times of the year, it would be would have been tough. But uh, there were indeed a lot of people who were, you know, restaurant owners, uh, uh, winery owners, uh, winemakers, and you know, all of those, all of those kind of people. Uh, I am asking you now if you went to the um, New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, or NAUFI, as as a lot of us call it, uh, I, I would uh, very much like to hear your thoughts on it, how it went. Did you think it was uh, a good selection of food and wine? Uh, do you think the place worked out pretty well? Uh, what, what's your thought? If you want, and if you have something else on your mind, uh, that's always welcome, too. We uh, want to be the most welcoming uh, radio show in, in, in or on the New Orleans area. And we're, we're getting pretty far along with that. We've only been doing it for uh, 30 years. But, uh, you know, we, we keep on trying. Our telephone number here is 260-6368. 260-6368. And no matter what it is you want to talk about, there is no need for you to wait until somebody else brings up the subject that you were thinking of asking about or telling about. Uh, the fact is, you can talk to us anytime you want about anything. Trust me. In fact, you can talk to me about nothing. Here's how you do that. Call this number, 260-6368. Here's an alternative number, same number, really. It rings the same phone. 260-MENU. It might just be a little easier to remember. And what you do there is you just call, dial the number in. I, I will answer the phone. Or, or our producer over here, Douglas, he, he will take care of you. And uh, we'll just start talking just like normal people do. You know, uh, a lot of folks have the idea that talking on a radio show uh, requires a little bit of preparation and a... And a, and a, a uh, some notes, and you know, well, it, it, that's not how real people talk. You know, real people bump into each other and then start shooting the breeze for a few minutes, and uh, that's what we're looking for here. Very casual, very open. If you went to the wine and food experience over the weekend, I would really, really love to hear from you because it has been getting better the last couple of years. I thought it was a step up from what had been there before. This year, uh, my wife, who is a real stickler for having things just the way she likes them, uh, she said that she thought this was the best one she maybe has ever seen. And I, I wouldn't uh, disagree with that. It, the quality of the food was really good, and there were, the wines were unusual. There were plenty of them. Uh, no way, of course, you're ever going to get to all of them, but uh, you know that's not part of the program. And uh, it, I thought, it went very, very well, and I hope they keep it going like that uh, for a long time. The only uh, takeaway, takeaway, the only um, issue that m comes to my mind is that it gets more expensive every year. But then again, what doesn't? Uh, the uh, in in the the grand tastings, they were one hundred and twenty nine dollars which is about what I remember last year and the year before, I think. You know, I'd have to look all this up to see if that's what, what it was. But I thought that was a fair price for what they were putting out. Uh, the uh, wine dinners, uh, some of them were 
really good looking. I only, I don't, of course, you can only go to one on one on a night, uh, and they only do it one night, so that's about it. Uh, I thought uh, the the ones that uh, that we attended uh, were really uh, had a nice feeling to them. In fact. Uh, I sort of, kind of like, not officially, but uh, uh, one of the people sort of ho- semi-hosting the one at Broussard's. I wasn't really. Nobody asked me to and nobody told me to. Uh, but we uh, wound up uh, telling a lot of jokes and talking about the food and all of that. So uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, so was everything else uh, we did, too. And, and, and also... One more thing that you always run into when you go to the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience is that you will encounter people that you know. If you're even a little bit into food and wine and all of that, uh, as a hobbyist, not as a professional, although maybe you could do it as a professional, and uh, worth talking about so and worth, worth talking to. And so what, it, people just start talking, and it's, it makes for a, a great event just for that reason. Anyway, the, the most expensive dinner I saw this year, I think it was 175 and it was at Brennan's on Royal Street. Uh, that didn't surprise me at all. Brennan's is uh, a big, very handsome, very good restaurant. In fact, their chef has recently been designated as uh, one of the people who the James Beard organization will name as their chef of the year from at least this part of the world. So, uh, you know, it's just starting off with that kind of a caliber of chef. Uh, you know, it's going to be ranking up there kind of high. Uh, but uh, everybody I talked to who had been there seemed to be pretty happy with it. So, all right, that's, that's you know, I could go on talking about this forever, but uh, I'd much rather hear from you. 260-6368. If you went to the wine and food experience over this past week, I, I, I really wish you would call me. I mean, I, I want to know what's going on there. You can't go to all of them. That's the problem, you know. I would like uh, on Mother's Day or on uh, Easter. The only way a guy like me can find out all the information I need to find out to write my articles and write my books and stuff uh, is to have uh, the information in front of me, and the only way you can collect the information is to actually go to the event, you know, going to that uh, that dinner or that uh, wide-open tasting. Uh, but you can't because there's there's only one of you, and you, you can only eat and drink so much. So Now let's go into uh, what you were expecting what? this year. What? Now, you went to Broussard's for the uh, for the. I did. I went for you for the day. What was the one thing that came closest to what you actually thought the whole thing was going to be? Let's see. Um, The the appetizer was was unusual, and if I remember, oh yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, it was oysters that were served cold, but all each one of the cold, uh, you couldn't exactly call them a sauce because they were. Cold and granular, like chopped up uh, green onions or something, and they they had a different one for each kind of of oysters. So yeah, they had three kinds of oysters, three different kinds of toppings, and they were all different uh, and very refreshing and a real good start to a dinner. I thought that was now what did the wine nicely done? How did the wine pair with that? Ah, uh, the wine. Uh, if if I could remember the, uh, the name of it, I'd tell Doesn't you. Doesn't matter. 
Uh, but it was uh, there were two white wines, one of which was um, on the big side in terms of, of body and aroma. Uh, I didn't check to see whether it was a, a, a Chardonnay, but I think it was. And the other one was a Riesling. I know, I know that for sure. And uh, that, I thought, was just perfect with the oysters. Uh, it could, Rieslings go with everything anyway. So that's they had a, a head, of, head advance on that. Now let's move over to— uh, Let's move over. Okay. Let's move over <laughs> to the— gr- How's the gr- this? Is this? Okay, uh, that's, that's, hi, okay. that's fine. Hi, here I am. I'm back again. Okay, I didn't good. like All the right. way that there was— the Marvelous. air was blowing on that spot. You We're know. going to move over to the Grand Tasting. Oh, let's do it. Let's no. go to the Grand Canyon while we're at yeah, it. Yeah. The Grand Tasting is as close as we're going to get today. <laughs> anyway. Did uh, you go to the Grand Tasting? No, I, I, I did not go to the Grand Tasting. But I would like to mine your mind about your, uh, what, the same, the same thing. What was the, the most outstanding thing that you ran across during that whole thing? And I know that there's... We're, it's not called a grand tasting for nothing because yeah, there's yeah, everything there. Yeah. But is there was there some preconceived thing that you wanted to try or that well, you I, thought in your mind? I didn't know what was going to be there until I got there. Okay. Uh, I, I think there is a list somewhere that you could get and check it out. But to me, it's a, it's a free-flowing kind of thing. Uh, there were a lot of desserts, and they tended to be custardy kind of desserts, which is right up my alley. So I, I, I like that a lot. Uh, there were uh, some uh, several items that involved crawfish usually, but sometimes it was shrimp or we didn't see too much crab meat around this time, that would be put together in a dish that would remind you also of like jambalaya, except there was much less, uh, 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 a whole lot less rice in it than you would ordinarily get. And I thought uh, it was just spicy enough. It was certainly really good with that Riesling again. And, so we, uh, we go back to the Riesling here. Yeah, well, you, Riesling is always uh, a good, safe pl- way to go if you're talking about uh, seafood, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, really underrated, uh, and it doesn't come over and bash you in the, in the nose. Well, that's marvelous. Now, yeah. what, is there a particular <clears throat> wine that you wanted to uh, uh, become aware of during that? Uh, well, there, there was nothing that I planned ahead of time, but there was one uh, wine that I ran into. There was a guy there, and I didn't have time to really check out what he was talking about because my wa- my wife had, by that time, yanked me away from that and wanted to talk about something else. So anyway, this was um, there were a couple of ports there were uh, uh, the kind of ports that if you get a really good one and you age them for a while, you get uh, those wonderful vintage ports that are treasured by a lot of people. Uh, but they also had some tawny ports. These are the ones that uh, are aged in the bottle, sometimes in the in, actually more in the uh, barrels, come to think of it. And um, a lot of is kind of a brown color instead of a, a maroon bright. Uh, red, it comes out with that kind of brownish uh, color. It will re- remind some people of sherry. It's kind of in the same category, but not exactly the same. Uh, I I love those wines. I don't drink them too often because they're kind of alcoholic. They they have a way of being about twenty percent alcohol. Uh, so, uh, but they they had a guy who had like three of those, 
and I didn't know anything about him, but his, these wines, uh, uh, whoever he is, I'm going to have to get the memo and see if I can find it. Uh, it was great. I, I went back and got another slap of it and uh, enjoyed it. Do I hear something uh, coming up over here? Must be time for a break. We will take a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk some more about the New Orleans wine and food experience, which uh, occurred over the weekend. I am in very uh, desperate straits for finding out anybody who went to the event. It was very, very well attended, so it was, you would not be have been alone. But I, I'd like to hear what uh, you liked, if, if anything, and uh, what you didn't. And we'll see if we can discover that after we take a break here on 105.3 FM HD2. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and our number is 260-6368. Give us a call. Let's talk. But first, please, this. Hello, welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's fun to be here with you talking about the food scene around New Orleans. And uh, what I was uh, after people to do is to tell me if they went to the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, what they thought of it, or about anything else, of course, because you're always welcome for everything here on our program. And indeed, here is Paul. Paul, welcome. Come on in. Oh, thank you. I need some advice. Oh, well, I, I, I mean, here is my advice to you. Get her the biggest diamond you possibly can afford. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay. right. I, I but, thought but so. The only, pro- the only problem is it's uh, it's just for the moment. You uh, can't put it in yeah. escrow. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. It's... Okay. okay. She, I'm, I'm in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, and yep. Tuscaloosa. And my, and my missus went to... Uh, Birmingham today, yeah. and she texted me back that she went to Whole Foods and bought a whole rainbow trout. Now, I don't uh-huh. do good. I don't do well with fish to start off with, yeah. much less whole fish. So, do you have any suggestions on how to prepare a whole fish? Uh, well, uh, these are not big enough for the most part. I, I mean, there are exceptions to this, but for the most part, these are not big fish. So. Uh, Somewhere in the neighborhood of like four ounces or maybe a little bit more than that. I would sear it on the grill or on, in, in a pan on top of your stove with some olive oil okay. in it. And just like put, make it a little crunchy at the edges and then turn it over. Uh, this it has nothing in common with speckled trout like we know it around yeah. New Orleans. It, it's oh, a, yeah. it, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. But the, mm-hmm. the, uh, it is a uh, – it comes – from fresh waters out in the, in the mountains, you know, and that they're more closely related to salmon than they are to or to, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but I would just hit it real hard with a lot of heat uh, on one side, flip it over, do the same thing on the other side, and then eat them. I, I wouldn't even take the head off. I wouldn't take anything off. Just work your way through it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's happy. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, well, I hope she's happy, too, but uh, you know, what are the chances, right? <laughs> well, I know what you fortunately, mean. Okay, well, fortunately, she's not too hard yeah. to please. And uh-huh. We've been married for 11 years, and I do all the cooking. Oh, and well, all, uh, yeah, that'll grab oh, well, she uh, She uh, imported me from uh, 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 Hammond, Louisiana, oh, uh-huh. over Tuscaloosa. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I things could be. Worse. You can, you know, you can always take the train from New Orleans to uh, Tuscaloosa. Oh, I know the Crescent. Know. The Crescent. That All might right. be the best uh, train that runs out of New Orleans is the Crescent. 
it's it's good. Well, I know. I've I've done the one that's gone. I've gone the, uh, the one that goes in the Tuscaloosa, and I also have gone a little uh, uh, north. On yeah. to, but, but no, the, the crossing is the best. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. All right. Well, nice talking yeah, to you. Appreciate it. Thanks for dropping in. Good talking in. to you. My pleasure. Appreciate it's it. the Food Show. Okay. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's uh, great to be with you here talking about food and restaurants and all of that. If uh, you're hearing anything that you say, you say to yourself, well, you know, I've been thinking about that, and here's this other guy talking about it, too. Yeah, he wouldn't care. Yeah, I would. I'd love to hear from you about anything you have ever eaten in your entire life. Is that enough? Did that take in enough? But I really mean it. Uh, today we are kicking off a new contest on our program. As always seems to happen, I don't know why, uh, but uh, it always seems to happen. Um, I have a prize, but I'm not approved to give it to you yet. So we're just going to go ahead and do it, and it's just not going to be a prize just yet. But I have a prize that I think won't look Real expensive and real variable, but it will be really special. Uh, but for the moment, uh, I have nothing to offer you. However, let's start and play the game. What do you think, Doug? Um, does, this, does this interest you at all, or do you think we ought to leave it alone? Douglas went away. Okay. two six zero six three six eight. It's the restaurant of the day. It's the name of the contest. Here's what you need to do. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You have to guess, although, you know, you might actually know as opposed, as opposed to just guessing. The um, restaurant of the day, uh, you have to guess exactly the name of the restaurant. It can't be uh, a description of the restaurant like, you know, that place on Carrollton Avenue that has the, the catfish and the, and the pecans on it. Uh, you, you know, that wouldn't be good enough. You would have to know the, that that place. And you, you need to know the name of it, okay? Uh, also, uh, you have to have the uh, restaurant, the specific one that I have written down on the piece of paper where all the clues are. It can't be a, a restaurant that is a lot like the, the one that will give the award uh, it has to be the very one. So uh, there you go. And other than that, everything is, you know, subject to last-minute changes. But it's um, not, we don't have m many prizes anyway. So you ready to do this? Doug, you there? Uh, yeah. Okay. You re uh, we're starting in on our contest here, and I, I know you'll have a, a lot of fun with this. It's the restaurant of the day for April 8th. That would be today, wouldn't it? 201? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, sure. Okay, um, this restaurant, this restaurant space, I'm going to be that specific. This restaurant space has been at least four previous restaurants. So this building that the, that the restaurant of the day is in and is operating in now uh, has been at least four other restaurants over the years. Any idea where this is? Take a guess. If you get it right, according to the rules that I have set out, you will win 
I don't know what. I'm trying. <laughs> it's going to be nothing until I have something. But uh, it, for some reason, getting the something has proven to be something uh, much more complicated than you would imagine. <laughs> so one of these days we'll have that figured out. Okay, uh, so th- I've given you the clue. This restaurant space has been at least four previous restaurants. What would that be f- to you? If you get it right, you, you, you'll get good feelings for now. 260-6368 is our number. Uh, we also would love to hear from you about any eating you've done, anything you've cooked, anything you have thought about eating, something you ate a long, long time ago that you love, or anything about food at all. Listen to me. Every day, in every way, in every kind of way, if you have something to say about anything edible, about drinkable or anything, please call us and tell us because we're all looking out there. This is You're listening to a radio show whose listeners, almost without exception, are looking for the best food around. In other words, they want to be gourmets. Here is my definition of a gourmet. You're a gourmet if you are looking for better food and drink than you're already eating and drinking. And if you do that, if you're always on the lookout and say, gee, what is that? You know, I wonder, let me ask the chef how that's made and whether... You know, uh, that's a gourmet. You, you needn't have even put a, a morsel of food in your mouth, and you're still you're able to call yourself a gourmet. I would uh, somehow, if I could consecrate you as a as a as a gourmet, I would uh, I would do so. Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number. Madison joins us over here on the green phone with kind of a uh, hello. Hi there, welcome. So you've been talking about the restaurant of the day, and yeah. I have a guess. All right. Andy's Bistro. Andy's Bistro. Oh, mm-hmm. oh that yeah, that one over there, uh, just off Veterans Highway on Turnbull, if I remain. Yes, sir. Yeah, <clears throat> you are correct in knowing that that it is uh, has been many restaurants over the years. In fact, I think I totaled it up one day, and I came up with thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. in one location. It just and you know what was funny is that most of the restaurants that were in that space were really good. Like they had an Indian mm-hmm. restaurant for a while. They had a Chinese restaurant for a while. They had a steakhouse. I remember Japanese. There was a Japanese place that was there for quite a while. There was a. Oh yeah, a, their udon was amazing. There and they used to do this high-end French cuisine carved stuff at the table kind of uh, food. Uh, they did that very well for a long Ooh. time. Uh, but unfortunately, that is not it. That's not the right. answer. But uh, thank you for trying. What's, uh, did you go to the wine and food experience by any chance? No, I did no? not. I am a nursing student. I don't got oh. time for that. Oh, a nursing student. What are you learning? Any Right so now far, at this moment? I'm learning... About the skull and brain in the anatomy lecture. Uh, um, in mm-hmm. anatomy lab, I assisted the lab coordinator in using the bone saw to remove part of the cranium. Uh, mm, gosh, yeah, that's pretty advanced. Hey. Uh, well, I don't know. It sounds like you've got, got it under control. Student, we've gotten through student <laughs> independent dissections yeah. as of last week, mm-hmm. so now it's just 
assisted in uh, attendance is still there. Answer me uh, a quick uh, question, because I don't know the answer to this. What is the difference between a nurse and a nurse practitioner? Nurse practitioner is on par with PA, physician's assistant. However, mm-hmm. the physician's assistant goes to medical school. Yeah. The nursing, the nurse practitioner is a doctor of nursing practice. Ah. Whereas a registered <clears throat> nurse on its own yeah. is four years in a baccalaureate, a baccalaureate program to which they get their bachelor's in nursing. Mm-hmm. And they are certified by the Louisiana State Board of Nurses as a registered nurse. Well, all of the medical people that I deal with at that professional level, they're all... Um, Nurse practitioners, and I, I think they're great. <laughs> I really do. Yes. They're, yeah, they're terrific. Yes. Well, uh, thank you for taking a shot at our contest, and I hope you do again sometime. And, and no I, hope, I hope if I ever need to go to the hospital that you are the nurse practitioner who comes over and takes care of me. Not I. If anything, I would be an RN first assistant oh, okay. as a scrub nurse. Okay, well, so. whatever. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. No problem. It's the food show. It's no problem. Did you hear that? It's no problem. And we'll be back with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, this. Hello. Welcome back. You are listening to the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And you know what? We don't have an upper or a lower case on this uh, program. We uh, just like to talk about food and about restaurants and about cooking and all that. Uh, Today being the day that it is, uh, the day after the ending of the New Orleans wine and food experience, uh, I thought I would ask if anybody uh, went to that. I did, and uh, I know a lot of other people who did. Ran into a bunch of them at the event, which is largely why it's as popular as it is, because it's very social. But anyway, if you went to... uh, the wine and food experience over the weekend, I would very much like it if you would call us and tell us uh, what you tasted. If you can't remember the, uh, the exact names of everything, don't worry about it. Just any food that you ran into that you thought was really good. You know, there were a lot of chefs there. I mean, serious lo- local chefs who were doing some great, great food. Uh, it was one of the better uh, versions of the wine and food experience uh, in a long time. Maybe the best. So anyway, uh, call me and tell me uh, what you found there that was good or, or not, as you wish. 260-6368. 260-6368. We also have going on our—Doug uh, just uh, had an, a great idea. I like this. Uh, it's a contest. It's the Restaurant of the Day contest. And he says that because there is no prize, that it is— to be called a non-test, <laughs> which is about exactly right. So, um, see if you can guess which is the restaurant of the day. I will give you clues, and you have to know the actual name of the restaurant. You can't just say, oh, yeah, I know that one. That's uh, right there on Bayou St. John or, you know, whatever. You have to know the name of the restaurant. And also... Uh, although the clues might point to another restaurant that has a lot in common with the restaurant of the day, your guest, in order to be in first place, has to be about that one that we, we specify on the sheet, which I have done right here. You can't see it, though, because it's all set up here. Okay, so 
Clue number one was this restaurant space, in other words, the place where it was or is, uh, actually, it is in operation, so uh, you just got an extra clue there. Uh, the restaurant space has been at least four previous restaurants. Before, so there have been four restaurants in and out of this space over the years. Uh, and uh, clue number two. Uh, the restaurant has a parking lot that is a little confusing. And friends of mine who park there for other reasons tell me that that's just crazy and, uh, and what's the matter with me uh, because they n- couldn't figure out what you mean by kind of hard to figure out. I don't know. I'm just not very good at that maybe, but uh, I have gotten myself parked in a corner that was locked up and uh, the attendant had gone home, and I couldn't get out. I mean, it's, <laughs> this happened years ago, but uh, it did happen, but I'm just dumb enough to let something like that uh, happen. But that's clue number two. Uh, this uh, restaurant uh, has a parking lot. It's a bit, nice big parking lot. It's free, you know, uh, but it is a little confusing to me. Okay? <clears throat> you, you probably nail it right down. Our number is 260-6368. If you want to talk about anything having to do with food, restaurants, cooking, wine, all of that, don't give it another moment's hesitation. Call us. We would love to hear from you about anything at all. We're game to go. And uh, if, if it's something you've always wondered about, uh, why not? Give us a call. And if, you're, if there's something special that you'd like to try for dinner tonight that you saw in the supermarket somewhere, Let me know about it. I'll give you some ideas about how to cook it. Or, uh, for all I know, you might know uh, three times as much as I know. It's certainly easily possible. And uh, from you, I'd like to get uh, all of the things that you know. So, uh, please, call us up. One of these days, I'm going to write a master's thesis or something as to why it's so hard to get people to speak in public. And you're, bare, you're not really even in public here because we don't usually use the names except in passing. So anyway, please let me uh, endorse your coming into our program. We'd, we'd love to, be, to have you as part of it. It would really make just the perfect distance. Uh, 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. We'll talk about anything you want, you know. Is there somebody over there? No, it looks like there is, but there isn't. 260-MENU. That's another way to remember it. No pun intended. Let's see. What else uh, happened over the weekend? Wine and food experience uh, went very, very well. They did it in uh, something called the Sugar something. Sugar Shack is what comes to mind, but that's not it. Uh, there's so much, uh, in, so much stuff going on in the uh, warehouse district and uh, around the convention center that it was hard getting in and out of the neighborhood uh, you know but we all knew that was coming but uh, everybody seemed to figure it out somehow and i know when my wife and i went to it on uh, on uh, twos on um, uh, uh, friday night uh, we had to walk about oh, four or five blocks to get from our car to where the uh, event was but it wasn't so bad, and there were a lot of other people on the street, so you didn't have to worry about it too much. 
Let's see, who's this over here on this green phone? Is that it? Oh, it's Barbara. Is that right? Yeah. Barbara, welcome to our show. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, I was calling in reference to the restaurant you were describing. Yeah. Desi Vega in Nottery. Oh, say it again. Desi Vega. Desi Vega. You are correct. Congratulations. <laughs> if I had a prize, I would give it to you. Well, I just thought that when, I, when you said the parking lot, I knew exactly which one you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let me explain all of this in case people wonder, you know, what is what is this about? Uh, the restaurant space has been at least four previous restaurants. Uh, let's see. There was there were a couple of steakhouses over the years. There were a couple of seafood places. There was Charlie G's for a while, which was really good. I was very sorry to see them go. Uh, they had, uh, uh, for a long time, they would do all the cooking for the uh, people who worked in that office tower. And so they would set up a buffet... Uh, a, they do a buffet for lunch most of the time, but sometime other time. But anyway, um, you've uh, you guessed it, and uh, that's it. It's the it's a Desi Vegas. It's very, very, it's very, very good. I think they'll be there I, for a long time. I think it's terrific. He's a first class operator, and his his steaks. It's mostly a steakhouse. Uh, they really get it. Well, thank you, a, and su- a surprise, and uh, call me again sometime, and I'll, uh, I'm, I'm going to work on getting a prize one way or the other out of this. But <laughs> I just don't have anything right now. All right, thank you. She got it. So it's Desi Vega. This is in that uh, on the ground floor. Actually, it's on the second floor of that uh, restaurant uh, that's just over the Orleans-Jefferson Parish line. It's that tall building that you can see from quite a ways off. And uh, that is where it is. It's called Desi Vega, D-E-S-I-V-E-G-A. Boop, boop, boop. But now what do we do? Greg? Oh, Greg is over here. Greg, welcome to the food show. <clears throat> hey, isn't tomorrow night the chef's soiree at the airport? Uh, yeah, I, I remember uh, hearing that, but nobody has uh, asked me for anything, so uh, I'm probably not going to be able to be there because I'm going to be visiting my son in Los Angeles. He's having a uh, a birthday. Actually, it's my grandson who's having a birthday, so I'll, I'm going to be out this year. But I've done well, it. We're going to miss you. But I, well, you got so many. You know guys. how to get in touch with or buy tickets for it. You know. The, well, let's let's the, let's tell them about it because it's a great event and it it's okay. for the for what you pay, it, you are it's it's a steal is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, it's oh, great, it is, yeah. And the best chefs in town are there cooking up all their best food. Uh, how do you beat that? No, I'm asking you if you know how to buy tickets for it. I. I, I I I don't know. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen anything on that. And again, I tell you, nobody has contacted me on it. Uh, they usually do. I, I I'd completely forgotten, frankly. Uh, but uh, I will I will try to find out in the next little while and uh, see if we can get something put together. It's tomorrow. I do know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come yeah. On. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm actually cooking. I suppose short ribs right now. Yeah. Oh no kidding. Yeah, and yeah. I know you don't. You don't know the difference between this because you've said it on the air a few times, but there's baby white veal yeah. fed asabuka, and then there's regular asabuka, which most restaurants serve the regular. But uh, do you remember Sal and Sam's? Very well, yeah. They served 
Baby White Yo Asabuka, and it was the most tender, delicious, incredible asabuka that I've ever had. Yeah, that's so, that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to fall off the bones uh, when you yeah. cook it. So I went to Duranax and I bought the veal asabuka, which is the red, and I bought the baby white veal asabuka, and I'm going to cook them both in the same pot for the same length of time to see how much of a difference there really is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that'll be fun. Well, you know, in recent years, there has been a trend towards uh, doing uh, pork-style asabuco, lamb asabuco, I mean, it's almost, what, what's next, catfish asabuco? <laughs> uh, the lamb asabuco is to die for. It yeah, is good. Very, right. very tender, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very much so. All right, well, thanks for taking my call. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, I'm going to find out about the, that event. Yeah, if you do, I'm going to be listening, and I'd like to be able to go online. Know, it's I, a very unique address uh-huh. to get the, um, the tickets, and I, I just cannot remember it. Are they, are they doing it at the airport again this No, year? they're not. Yes, they're, they are. They're yes. Not. No, they're what? not. Let me give you the information on that right now. Okay? Oh, okay. okay. It is tomorrow. It's from yeah. 6 in the evening till 9 in the evening, three hours. Yeah. It's at the University of New Orleans. It's inside the uh, University of New Orleans, the University Center there at 2000 Lakeshore no, Drive. No, no, it's at the airport, isn't it? No, not this year. <clears throat> really? Hmm. No. Nope. Well, am I glad you said that? Because we will have it there. Yeah. Okay, so it's at the University of New Orleans. 2000 Lakeshore Drive is what uh, yeah. you set the machine for, and uh, the tickets are uh, 100 bucks. Uh, uh, it's it's a steal for yeah. that. It, it really is yeah, a great really event. Because uh, the whole idea of it, it's the, the, the official name of it is The Best Chefs of Louisiana. And that's exactly what these are. A lot of them are younger chefs on the way up. A lot of them are, are some of the old geezers who have been at it for a really, really long time, but we love them still because they're so good. And uh, and I, I'm looking at it right now. I have it right here on, on my, my window here at the radio station. And during the break, I will, I'm sure there's a, a, a way to get in touch with that and get reservations. So... Thank you. What's the web address there? Well, Bill? you might want to check with the American <clears throat> Culinary Federation of New Orleans. That's acfno.org. Say that again, A what? A-C-F-N-O.org. That's it. That's the one. Uh-huh. That's, and, that's how you get the ticket. Yeah, and yeah. You'll, be, you'll get the ticket information yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. Remember, that is tomorrow evening, yeah. 6 till 9, at the University of New Orleans. That's the Senator Ted Hickey Ballroom. It's... <gasps> Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's the that's the uh, that's that that uh, facility over on the east ba- east uh, end of of UNO. Uh, it's over by Fle- uh, uh, Franklin Avenue. Because uh, that's yeah, I remember that. It's a it's a uh, there's a word for that, but it's not coming out. Well, you know, they were really outgrowing the the airport. They they, yeah. they were so big that it, they were outside with yeah. like, food trucks. Inside, so that's probably why they're moving. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. But that, that, that facility you're talking about is much bigger and uh, and really de- uh, designed for something like that. So it should be uh, pretty good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we're going. All right. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, all of uh, what everybody said is correct. Uh, that is, in fact, the uh, address that you do this for, acfno.org. All right, uh, we need a break, I think. We'll be back with more. We don't need a break. Okay. Say what? Okay. 
We have come to the end of the first hour of our program. It was a pretty lively hour, I think. We'll keep on going. We'll have some more of the food show coming after we check in for news with CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, here on 105.3 FM, HD2, Kenner, New Orleans, WWL, all that stuff. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.